Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, guys, welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. This is Rob Pitts, your automotive host with the most. And in the studio, as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru, the professor himself, Richard Hoskins. Well, in honor of tonight's show, uh, we're going to be talking about electric cars. So we're going to do the top cities for electric vehicle charging. No surprise, the first of which is Los Angeles, California. L.A. You know it. You know everybody driving them electric cars in L.A. Driving them electric cars. That's hip. I'm just saying. It's hip. They're hip to the scene. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours legal counsel slash RL cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? Now, guys, I've had some cool call-in guests. And I've even had some pretty cool guests in this studio. It's kind of a left-handed compliment, but you're right. Well, you know. <laughs> but I think I knocked it out of the park. Like, no pun intended, but we're cooking with gas tonight. <laughs> Like straight up, we're high voltage. There you go, Kobe. That's better. We're 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 we are three phase right now. You're bringing the juice. <laughs> so, you know, anybody that knows me knows you cut me and I bleed C4 Corvettes. I've seen it happen. It's 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 actually breathtaking. But you've never seen a man bleed fiberglass and '80s hairband music. It's crazy, but that's how I am. But we have in the house, not on the phone, not down the street. He was down the street, but he had to stop and charge his car. In the studio, the man that holds the record for the cannonball in an electric vehicle, Mr. Kyle Connor. Hey, guys. You beat me to the punch. Oh no! You beat number one rule: don't jump the host. <laughs> I gotta In learn all this. Ways. Gotta learn no all this. You, 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 you don't calm down, grasshopper. See, he's like the electric. He's like instant <laughs> jumping. Flash. That's what. Uh, come on, Flash. Start calling him Torque. Yeah, come on, Torque. Come down. So, let me get this straight: the the cannonball run, usually the twenty nine oh four. They all start. The C2C Express, they all start usually the same way. Red Ball Garage, and they end at the Port- Portofino Inn. That's the traditional run. Right. right. That's yep. the traditional yep. route. Yep. Is this the route the EV run takes? Up until this point, we were the first ones, I believe, to do the traditional route in an EV. In an electric vehicle. That's correct. So you went from New York to California mm-hmm. in an electric car. Yeah. And see, this is the thing that tickles me. And I'll, I'll be the first to be that guy that talks trash about an electric car. One of my best friends holds the world's record for the world's fastest golf cart that's electric. And that's the thing. I said, yeah, you can make them fast, but you can't make them live. You can't make them range. 
but now he holds the record. And when I tell you, or when he tells you his time, it's going to blow your mind. You know, you're thinking, well, hell, if he lets it charge ever, overnight, what are you doing, four days? But what did how, what was your time driving from New York to California? 45 hours, 16 minutes, New York to L.A. I think that's faster than the Civic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it did beat uh, Captain Chaos' it did, Civic. It did beat Captain Chaos' Civic. Captain to be Chaos. fair, that's a 76 Civic. <laughs> you know what? Those were great cars in 1976, though. But... I didn't... Did he post his time for this year yet? I don't I know if he has yet. I haven't seen it. But... I don't think he's got there yet. He might not. But he passed. my buddy Kyle passed him. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere somewhere in Arizona. <laughs> so now Kyle, we're talking about electric vehicles and, and you're you're an electric vehicle guy. Now we were talking in the conference room earlier and and you, we were talking about it and you're no stranger to electric cars. So I mean we can talk about the cannonball thing. Sure. But I want to talk about like I want to I want people to know about Kyle Connor pre holding the world record for an EV going cross-country. What got you into electric cars? So I'm a car guy first. I love anything on four wheels that can do a burnout or drift. Drifting is my main passion. I love it. And uh, so thankfully, I've had a lot of experiences to spend time sideways in cars, which is really fun. Uh, Nothing professional level, but just for fun. And uh, I had a lot of time on track, and it's been really lucky. So love cars. I love technology. And I love innovation. So that feeds perfectly with the advent of electric vehicles that have significant range, significant power, and are really a, an easier alternative for me, at least, to live with for my commute and day-to-day living. Well, you know, this is something that has been the elephant in the room for the electric car since day one. And I'm talking about GM impact days, EV1 days. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was said best. The electric car is not for everybody, just 90% of the population. And it's the truth. And this was back in 1993. We're in 2019. And just think of how far technology has gone. Literally, you're driving a damn iPad with wheels on it out there. (laughs) And (laughs) it has dog mode. Dog mode. You know what? What is dog mode? Dog mode. Explain dog mode. <laughs> so Is this got, how Ellie's chilling right now? Yeah, I got Ellie yeah. in the car, my dog. She's hanging out. She and, is awesome. Uh, yeah, dog mode essentially is, uh, you know, electric vehicles have big batteries, which means you can run your air conditioning or heating system for a really long time uh, before the battery runs out. We're talking days, right? So people bring their dogs on trips like me. You got to run in. You're going to go wherever, shoot a radio show with you guys. Ellie's going to hang out in the car. It's going to keep the AC on for her. If anyone sees her in the car, it has a big screen in the middle of the car. It says, my owner will be back soon. It's X number of degrees inside. Like, please don't smash the windows. (laughs) And she's just happy as a clam in there. She's sleeping. That's nuts. I mean, she's watching Netflix. She's chilling, you know, checking her Instagram. It says it on the screen, on the computer screen in there? Correct. So the Teslas used to have a mode that just kept the AC on. People leave Mm -hmm. their dogs in the car. No one knew, but... The, the cool thing is, at least with the Tesla vehicles, and there's tons of other electric cars we'll talk about, they get over-the-air software updates probably once or twice a month, uh, if not more than that, and it unlocks new features. And so everyone asks Tesla, say, hey, put something on the screen. It is like a damn iPad. Yeah, it really it is. It gets updates. Yeah. See, this <laughs> is the thing. And, and, and 
I've not turned a deaf ear to electric cars. But I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're we're in the South. Sure. And we are, I was born and raised, internal combustion, everything else is the devil. Now. Well, EVs are taking uh, sort of a, there's two ways to look at it. One is you're going to drive your EV and save the planet. And certainly it might be in most cases cleaner to drive that car. That's not what gets me excited. Um, but I like it because you, you put your foot down in electric is instant. So from a car guy's perspective, you try to go from point A to point B as quickly as possible and throw, you know, scare your passengers and give them a ride. Electric's perfect for that because you can silently, you know, just have grandma on the passenger seat hanging out, put your foot down and she's screaming and you're, you know, quarter mile down the road. <laughs> where you were before. <laughs> Sounds fun. Give it, trying to give grandma a coronary. <laughs> I wonder if the hospital has a charging station. Most do. <laughs> they, actually, they actually do. They actually do. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking all about electrics with our buddy Kyle right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1063 WORD. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right guys welcome back to hot rods and happy hours this is rob pitts in the studios always we have hot rods and happy hours financial analyst slash numbers guru the professor himself Although I feel like our guest today is giving you a run for the money, Professor. Oh, on electric vehicles, man, I'm just I'm just a stooge. I'll be honest with you, right now I'm just sitting back. I'm like a fat girl at the prom. I'm just happy to be here. You know what I mean? I'm like I'm excited to be here. I'm just pretty much dumb. Me and me and Kobe's over here like playing with our Lincoln logs over here. You know, like, uh, we're like anybody got any oil or gas? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get my Cadillac on the highway and I'm gonna shut it off and just see how far it'll coast. <laughs> And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours, Legal Counsel, slash all-around cool car guy, slash dinosaur, Cubby Miller. What's going on, everyone? Speaking of fossil fuels. Exactly. <laughs> so, we got a really good debate now. And, and I, want, I don't want, we've got a very special calling guest. And I want to recap real quick, if you're just now tuning in, shame on you. Second, we've got a great guest in the studio. <clears throat> we have Mr. Kyle Connor, who officially holds the record. For driving cross country, the cannonball in an electric vehicle. 
Can I get an amen? Amen. I feel like I just preached something. In amen. an electric vehicle. Hallelujah. If you're not first, you're last. Exactly. It's electric. He did the electric slide nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> every karaoke that's every catchy karaoke. that's catchy you got to admit all right great so Kyle hey what got you all right I'll put it like this the professor I know what got him in the course I went to high school with this guy you see that face I do he wasn't a hit with chicks, so he hey. was good with cars. <laughs> That's don't hey. worry, don't worry, don't worry, Richard. I had the same problem, okay? But that's why we're good at cars. What got you into electric cars? First experience was getting my head pinned to the backrest at full acceleration in one of the performance Teslas. That could do it. It's just fast. Like, so it's just I mean it was like love at first thrust. Uh, there's nothing that puts you uh, in motion from a stop like an electric car, and uh, it's pretty wild. It's, I mean, it is. And, and this is the thing. We know electric power makes good power, but now we're being proven wrong. All us dinosaur fossil fuel guys are being proved wrong over and over again at reliability, mm-hmm. longevity, range, everything these cars are doing. So we were talking off break. That there's Teslas running around with 700,000 miles on them. Yeah, I'm not sure of the exact miles, but definitely more than half a million. That's insane. Yeah. We're talking tractor trailer miles. That's insane. So, first electric car you owned? That's a good question. I think it was an electric smart car. An electric smart car. That uh, if you go on YouTube... It's usually not real smart to own. (laughs) We did an off-roading video one. We got that thing in mud like up over the hood. It was pretty great. So it was a great car. (laughs) (laughs) But they can run underwater, right? They don't need any air to go. Well, I mean... Technically, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but as a rule, water and electronics don't do well (laughs) together. I do know that. (laughs) I I do know that water and electricity does not mix. Thankfully, there's no exposed electricity, at least if it's all in one piece. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> if it all goes to plan. Probably, don't, like, probably don't want to be dunking a salvage Tesla. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, it's kind of like those cheap like those cheap watches that are waterproof that are not. They're like, oh, they're good for 30 meters. You wash your hands, it's dead. You, you don't know? want to <laughs> no, go actually, in the water in one of those Chinese Teslas. <laughs> yeah, no, there's videos of Teslas, and they'll float for a little while because they're flat underneath. So if you get a little bit of a running start, the wheels and tires will act as paddles, and you can get through a small gap. Now it's a, da- it's a submarine. Okay, I quit. <laughs> James Bond's new car is a Tesla. It's got dog mode and sub mode now. Wait, they, no, they actually do have submarine mode. Submarine mode? You know the, the Lotus from The Spy Who Loved Me? I actually yeah. saw this car in person. Elon S1. Musk has that car. And if you put a special code in, your suspension settings goes to leagues under the sea and it shows a picture of that Lotus. This is just too trig. I'm sorry. This like, is... I usually don't have a lot of pauses. I get paid to talk, but I won't tell you something. That's crazy. This is otherworldly. This, it, it, I mean, I'm, I'm about to go back to, like, my grandmother. This just ain't Christian. I'm just sorry. There's something ain't right about this. So, you're driving a Tesla Model 3. That's correct. And this is what you did the run-in. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do you think Tesla is leading the forefront with the electric car? 
Well, there's no question they brought electrification to <clears throat> sort of uh, a usable car that can go a very far distance, that's very fast, and it is not offensive to look at. I wouldn't say they're pretty, but they're not ugly. Unless you're talking about the Model X, but that's another story. That's The, the Tesla is not a sexy car. It looks funny because it looks like it's missing something because it doesn't have a grill in the front, I think. Correct. There is no Can grill. we do like a faux grill? And well, maybe they, some they, dual the exhaust. first Model S's had a faux grill, that little black thing in the front yeah. of them. They got rid of it. I actually, I don't mind it. But, um, yeah, so, so Tesla is sort of leading the forefront. But I think that it's an exciting time for legacy auto manufacturers to take electrification seriously. Well, and the thing is, I'll be honest with you, the big three and, and even the Japanese manufacturers and things like that, they really, they they made electric cars to keep carb happy, mm-hmm. to keep, you know, the guidelines just just enough. Yeah. Just, you know, just yeah, this will pacify them. Yep. Yeah. Here, here's this. It's cute. Sure. But, you know, there that was sort of at the stage we're talking, you know, five, ten years ago when a lot of these experimental electric vehicles came out. Even in the 90s with the EV one, there was a Ford Ranger factory EV. Toyota RAV4 Toyota EV. RAV4. Two generations of that. Very cool car. Uh, very weird car. Actually designed uh, for the second generation, at least by Tesla, from the motor and battery pack design. Same with the original electric smart car. Tesla did that. That's how they funded the project for the original Tesla Roadster, which they did 2,400 examples examples of, and uh, that launched for Model S. So you can say that the RAV4 EV is the genesis of Tesla. Oh, wow. The RAV4. Did not know that. <laughs> That's another sexy vehicle, in gas or electric. In the beginning, there was the RAV4. Hey, there was a... There was a uh, a factory option on the gas ones that came standard on the electric, which was a rear spoiler. That's classy. Yeah, and they deleted the rear tire off the back, so it was sleek, performance modded. You know, it's, it's ready to run down the strip. It's ready to run down something. <laughs> I, I'm not quite what sure. I'm scared to mention it on radio. FCC guidelines again. You know, I did take my compliance training, little warm up course the other week, so I'm still fresh on my mind. So I can't say the first thing that pops in my mind now a lot. But so, if you, you look at EVs from back then and to where we're going, uh, we, we've come such a long way since then. And so the biggest noticeable change is, yes, Tesla has proven the technology. They've proven people want them. They're selling very well, of course. Um, but now that, that leaves space for, for these new cars like the Jaguar I-Pace, the Audi e-tron, the Hyundai Kona electric. And so now manufacturers are going out of their way to build a car better than to just satisfy carb, but to build a car that actually works better in some Because they've made a market for it. They've made and it. now they've made it profitable. Tesla's made the market. The profitability is, is uh, you know, the cars are a little more expensive now. But give it a couple years, uh, we'll see that tipping point where uh, it actually will cost less eventually to build an electric car than a gas one. That's yeah. going to be an interesting one. we got to take a commercial break right quick, guys. We've got Kyle Connor here. And we're going to talk more about electric cars. This guy's converting us. I can feel it. All right. Guys, stay tuned. we got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour headed your way. Right here on 106.3 WORD. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. In the studio, as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. Shout out to the EV Emporium, Portland, Oregon. That's a hot, that's a hopping place. You know, there's a lot of electrical vehicles in Portland. Uh-oh. It's electric in Portland. It is electric. They're sliding around like crazy people. <laughs> I, I, got, I, I hear the crazy people part a lot from my friends that live out that way, but I don't know about the sliding around. And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? So, we've got Kyle Connor in the studio. EV cross-country EVCC champion. This dude holds the world's record from driving New York to California in an electric vehicle. 45 hours? 16 minutes. 16 minutes. Literally, it takes longer for my mama to cook chili in the crock pot than that. And he is doing it. Not only is she doing it with electric crock pot, he's doing it with an electric car. That's awesome. So now we talked about what got you into electric cars and your first electric car. So Kobe had a question off air. Yes. Now does Tesla or any of the EV cars, do they are they just rear wheel drive? Are they front wheel drive? Are they all wheel drive? So the answer is yes to all above. Uh, Tesla, as a company, they, they do not offer any front-wheel drive versions, but others do, like the Kia Soul EV, etc. Uh, there's no need for a EV to be front-wheel drive other than for packaging reasons to convert like an existing gas-powered platform like a Kia Soul to electric. That's a front-wheel drive chassis. It's easy to do it. There's a lot of downsides to that. Of course, with all that torque, when you hit the accelerator pedal, the weight Torque's comes here. off the front. Torque steer and you light up the tires everywhere. It's kind of fun. I had the Kona. EV. You say it like a bad thing. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, you know for it, on a rainy day I could see that. It's uh, almost. Uh, I had the Kona EV and it's almost dangerous. You can't merge onto the highway. It's just spinning the whole time. I love it. I had a great time. I pulled. You're probably the one of the few people who's ever talked about a Hyundai breaking loose going on the highway. <laughs> well, see, that's what that's what I was wondering about. Like you know, in the winter time and in the mountains and all that stuff. If it's just rear wheel drive and they're so torquey. I mean, how does it work in the ice and the snow feel, and all that stuff? I feel like I feel like such a kid right now. Like I feel like that kid in science class, and we got a speaker. I want to raise my. So I got one for you. He just talked about snow temperature. Okay, does well, that play a part? I'll, I'll uh, both things. Temperature, yes, plays a part. However, most things are uh, are thermally managed in the car. Battery packs and and pretty much all EVs nowadays are heated and cooled so that they can stay right at the happy temperature. They like right around room temperature, 30 to 50 degrees Celsius, essentially. 50s on the hot side. Uh, driving uh, for drive uh, drivetrain, you have rear-wheel drive and all-wheel drive offered in Tesla vehicles. Uh, essentially, the way it works is rather than having an axle going to a, a center diff to a transmission, you put one motor on the back, one motor on the front, both run through differentials on each axle, and you can control them independently. Uh, in the snow, the all-wheel drive ones are incredibly uh, unstoppable because uh, the traction control systems with electric can be modulated at a much higher rate than a gasoline engine, right? Because you can, you know, engine management systems with a gas engine is maybe a thousand times a second or so. We're talking, you know, a lot more than that with an electric motor. And then the rear-wheel drive ones. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. And then the rear-wheel drive ones are similar to the uh, Porsche 911 method, which is you have a heavy engine over the rear axle, so you're rear-motored and rear-wheel drive, so you got a lot of weight pushing you into the snow for traction. What does a Tesla weigh? 
they're heavy. I mean, uh, anywhere right around, let's just say, four to 5,500 pounds. 4,055 so More like a Mopar Hellcat. They're heavy, but keep in mind the weight's down low in the battery pack, the bottom of the floor, so your center of mass of the vehicle is extremely low. So uh, they actually handle really well. They, on the limit at least, have mid-engine characteristics, so they kind of corner like a Porsche Cayman in the way that they break loose and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. But does it look like a Porsche? It does not. But Porsche's building one heck of an It looks like an anteater. (laughs) Now, BMW is making an i8 electric car, right? (laughs) Perfect. He's selling. I love it. I love the responses. No, that's not a negative thing. No, no, no. That's what I love to hear. It does. It's like, it's like toothpaste. Mm-hmm. It's like toothpaste. Squeeze it out, and there's a Tesla. <laughs> it's, it's a Tesla. <laughs> so we're talking about electric cars, and they're getting more popular. Keep in mind, you know, for a long time, electric cars were a joke. For sure. The, they were novelty. That's mm-hmm. the best way to describe it. Um, but now... You know, Tesla's kind of pushed pushed the mark, and now you've got other manufacturers. Hell, they're all jumping into the electric game now. Head first. Um, there's a lot of them that should have came back up when they jumped in head first, the Nissan Leaf being one of them. Mm-hmm. That thing's horrible. It is. That's a horrible. From a technical standpoint and from a looks and design and just— There's uh, nothing good about that. <laughs> that one should have been flushed from the word go. Yeah, there's Nothing good ever came out of a Nissan Leaf. Nothing exciting. It's just a terrible way to get around. You know, Richard drove one for a number of years. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, I didn't. I, I to defend Richard. You're talking about the golf cart I used to drive when I was a kid when my dad was golfing? So, I think it's about the same. Now, do all these companies, you know, Hyundai and Kia and all them, do they use any of other manufacturers like Tesla's stuff in their cars, or are they all developing their own stuff? Right now, most manufacturers are developing their own technologies. Uh, so they share a common standard of charging so that pretty much every car can use similar stations. Uh, however, all the design and manufacturing source stuff is all pretty much independent at this point. You know, you would think, kind of like back in the Wild West days, you know, with Colt and guns, interchangeable parts. And where the automotive industry is, the reason the aftermarket is there, interchangeable parts. You would think with electric cars, they would make you know your engine suppliers because you know Kia doesn't make engine electric engine or electric motors. Sure, not an electric engine. That's right. It's an electric motor. But you know, so you've got these companies that make these motors. You would think they would be a centralized. And I understand there's some things that are that are you know that you want to make for yourself. But, you know, and that would bring the cost of these things down. Is that, is that what you were getting at when you said the cost of these cars you think will go down in the future? Yeah, so there's two benefits to having sort of a centralized uh, part a distribution center that you can build and piece together your electric car from. And then you can differentiate it by the way you tune it or code it. Um, one is, you know, you, there's a lot of actually what we're seeing are um, coach-built vehicles, similar to when gasoline vehicles started coming out and becoming popular. You'd have you know, a ton of different new manufacturers that built their take with a gas-powered vehicle. We're starting to see that same spirit with an electric car where, you know, we're seeing all these new cool concepts and they're essentially taking that idea of let's have one skateboard and we bolt whatever we want on top of it and then you can tune it differently. Um, Actually, right now, most of the batteries are coming from two or three big players in the field. Uh, So there really isn't much spread on what's different in all the cars. It's really how the manufacturers take them and sort of arrange them and code them uh, to work for their design goals. 
I got to thinking about the batteries. I'm thinking of Energizer Bunny. <laughs> it's not those kind of batteries. It, it doesn't have D cells in it. Yeah, I keep little, like some triple A's in the trunk just in case yeah, I run out. Energizer Bunny. Hey, come so, here, little Energizer Bunny. Get in here. You know, so who do you think, take Tesla out of the equation, who's the next strongest runner in the electric car game? Volkswagen Audi Group. Really? In my opinion. I think, uh, you know, Porsche is a part of that. I think the Taycan is their new long-range sedan, very fast, very How capable. about the van? Which van? The, the Volkswagen, Volkswagen van? van? Yeah. All right, so here's what the Volkswagen's done, just so you know. They've put, like, obviously a lot of money into electrification. They're working hard on it. But to keep the public excited, they keep releasing these awesome concepts that we all want that they'll never build. So, like, every <laughs> week every week is a new Volkswagen concept, like the new van, or they did, like, a dune buggy electric. Like, all this cool stuff. It's never going to be cool. built. So I the just want to see them build built. some cars. <laughs> the van ain't going to be built. I, I mean, it could potentially be built. Right? Anything oh, can be built. And you know, yeah. you know me, I'm a Volkswagen guy. And ever since I've seen the van coming about, that thing was just bad. I was like, yeah, an no, off road, long range camper that's powered by electricity. That's something Well, Rivian's doing that right now, actually. <laughs> well, what you got else? Solar. Rivian. Really? Rivian is, uh, I think, uh, going to be one of the largest players in the EV space. They've sort of partnered with Ford, Amazon, and some of these big companies. They're doing things right, in my opinion. They're building a long range, extremely capable, and we're talking 400 miles of range, by the way, plus. Uh, extremely capable, off-roading, pickup truck, and full-size SUV, like Tahoe-size SUV. Real SUV. Real SUV, like South Carolina SUV. Now... I like that. Do you think they'll ever come to where they have like a glass roof that's like solar so it actually will help charge as you're going? Yes. So uh, PV cells, photovoltaic, also known as solar panels, are at the efficiency point where that's not going to make that much of a difference uh, with the weight impact and the wiring and all the complexity at this time. It's certainly doable. You can look back in the early 2000s when Audi had their a8 long wheelbase. They had a, a sunroof as a solar panel to keep the fan running inside. Well, I'll tell you what, we got to have a commercial break to sure. keep this show running. Hold that thought, Kyle. <laughs> Guys, we're talking all about electric vehicles right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1063 WORD. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. In the studio, as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru. I love when I slow down and you look at me like that. <laughs> Richard Hoskins. What is going on, Seattle, Washington? And then, of course, in the studio, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Cubby Miller. What's going on, everyone? And then we have... This dude is cooler than a polar bear eating call, a popsicle. Call him Dr. Shock. Dr. Yes. Shock. We've got Kyle Connor in the studio. And you're, I don't know what you're saying. Who's this? I said that too all the way up to about an hour and a half ago. This guy holds the EV record for driving the cannonball across country. That's just next level cool. But you did it in an electric car. So now I know two people, actually three, 
that hold cannonball records. Three people. So that makes me feel cool that I know this guy. Yeah. It's kind of like you hold the record for knowing the most people that, that have held the record. <laughs> like, that's the coolest thing ever. And, I've took, and, and I've, I've took a picture with Richard Rollins. So technically four if you just want to get technical. That's got to be four. a record. That's got to be. That's got That's got <laughs> I want to be the record for knowing the most guys that have done this, okay? No, this is really cool. You know, the record gets attempted probably 20 times a year for a gas engine for the cannonball. And that's crazy. That's insane. You've got to have a special kind of crazy to want to attempt this. But in my opinion, you've got to be a special type of insane to do it in an electric car. And this guy, Kyle, wearing his chino shorts and his Oxford shirt is doing that. This is the guy that my parents would want me to hang out with. And this guy is running cross country at high speeds in an electric car. He did it. He did it. He did. See, it's the same problem is, with you, Professor. Like, you come in, you're wearing a suit and tie. My mom thinks you're like the sweetest thing ever. I love your mother. She's an angel. And you're like Satan. I've seen Tacoa, Georgia. Oh, right. Hey, hey, hey. hey no. I'm bringing, just saying. We don't Tacoa, need to bring Georgia. that up. Tacoa, Georgia. Speaking of Tacoa, Georgia, they have Tesla charging stations there. You like that? I brought it back in. That, that was good. That was an excellent Did you take save. your dog with you on the cannonball? No, Ellie oh. didn't come on the cannonball. That it could be the world's cool. fastest dog. No, that's what I was thinking. No, that, the dog set the record. That's going to happen. That's, I was like, the and Ellie's going to be the dog. That, can you, that, can Ellie you would her? be the dog. She's perfect. She, she in the would car. be the perfect dog. I love. He has a great, not a great name, but a. Um, we do have a great name, but a golden retriever. Golden retriever. Name Ellie. She's absolutely gorgeous. White. White, white golden. Beautiful. A white golden. Yep. You should go get her. <laughs> I mean, Where she was just asleep the whole time right here. She's sitting on dog mode right now. Yeah, she's sitting on dog <laughs> mode right now in the Tesla. That car, the dog has spent more time in a Tesla than I have. <laughs> I've never been in one. I've never even We're going to change that after the show. We're going, to, we're going to get your Tesla cherry. I've Kobe, never even sat right. in a Tesla. You know what? We have to end prepare, the segment now. Prepare to be yeah. electrified. Yeah. Voltage pod. So We can do a little 385 roll racing. Rich said, "Hello, ATS Caddy says, hey. That would get slaughtered. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I want to get into the feed itself. Now, there's one thing I want to pick at, and it hasn't got touched on yet. You mentioned it in, in the, uh, I think it's a segment four of this one. You said Jaguar's coming out with an electric car. They have it. It's ready to go. <clears throat> E-Pace. No. The I-Pace, yeah. I-Pace, is yeah. that what it is? Okay. Yeah. The E-Pace okay. is their gas one. The I-Pace is the electric one. Really confusing. Okay. <laughs> and I will tell you something. E-R-I, you better have triple A. Because I'm going to tell you something. I've owned quite a few Jaguars in my day, and, and I love them. Like, everybody has that turd brand they love, and Jaguars is mine. Mine's Trailer Park Blondes and Jaguars are my weaknesses, and both are horrible for you. They're horrible for your bank account. They're horrible for your life. But I love them. You know what I mean? There's worse things. That could be on meth, but still. And the the Jaguar hasn't even got down the gas engine yet, and now we're jumping <laughs> into the electric thing. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, hey, I still got floaties on, but now I want to swim the English Channel. This is how I look at an electric Jag. I'll be honest. I mean, 
If you've ever owned an XJ, I shot a video for my YouTube channel driving with an epic story, driving a 77 Volkswagen, or not Volkswagen, might as well been, a 77 Jaguar XJ6, 31,000 actual miles, wire wheels, absolutely gorgeous. The leather, when you sit down in the seat, it had that perfect, just that sound, it's like it hugged you. The burl wood inside, and I'm talking about real wood, none of this simulated junk, like... This this wood didn't come out of the Silicon Valley. This wood came out of like Tacoa, Georgia, Professor. <laughs> In the forest. Love that town. <clears throat> Love that town. Anyway. And I shot a video. We drove the car seven miles. And it almost didn't make it back. Thirty one thousand mile. Forty three years old, but still thirty one thousand mile Jag. Carbureted inline six. I think seven miles is about the going rate for one of the trips. <laughs> How the hell car. do they do 31,000 on it? You have, seven miles was, at a time. I didn't realize I was driving a high mileage Jag. <laughs> they took 4,200 trips. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Well, like. this is, how many times has the motor been built in this thing, you know? Three times. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> but, you know, and this is the thing. And now Jag is jumping into the electric car game. The good news is electric cars are much simpler than gas cars. And, well, I hope they're a lot simpler in their case. And it, even better, the Jag is all-wheel drive, so it has two motors. So when one breaks, inevitably, <laughs> you have another one to get it's you there. It's got a backup plan. They well, should have done that with the axle, gas yeah. engines. <laughs> <laughs> Just think, if you had a six in the back and a six in the front, it would double your range. You could go 14 miles. <laughs> you could almost make it home. I mean, that's great. I love it. I love making him snort. That's my goal every show. But but yeah, so I shot this thing for a video with an epic story, and now you're saying Jack's making it really. Who can knows? We, can we slow down a little bit. It's the best electric car on the market. I was going to say, who knows? They might really. They it might is do the best. That's what I was going to say. They I might say, do not great. the best looking because they do have some stylish stuff. It's not. Uh, it's definitely not as pretty as some of their cars, but it's the best driving. Really. So when you take out the charging infrastructure, like just. A car that you're going to drive around in. The I-Pace is fast. handles great. You can drift it. It's, it is easy and simple. It is like the perfect EV for dummies. There's one word I want to hear from you on this. Go for it. Reliable. How about that one? Can't say. They don't leak oil. They have a really good warranty. <laughs> That's the only Jag that don't. <laughs> they got bumper to bumper. Don't bumper to bumper it's, warranty. It's, it's, it's leaking battery acid. That's what it's leaking now. <laughs> they got bumper to bumper. Jag built the only electric car that does leak oil. You know? <laughs> but <laughs> They put oil in it just so it can leak. <laughs> you know, for that classic Jag feel. But, I mean, that's the funniest story ever. When I was buying cars, there used to be a little night sale. And the guy that ran the auction was an old man, and his name was Whitey. Go figure. And there used to be an old Jag they run through there, and it was leaking oil so bad. It was an old XJ, like an 80s. And he would run behind it. They had oil dried a coffee can, and he was just like he was feeding chickens, walking behind it. <laughs> because it was leaking oil so bad running through there. And I, now, I see, I see Mr. Whitey walking behind the electric Jag. <laughs> if you could run 45 miles an hour, you could, t- yeah. you could drive it to work. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up, sir. But, but yeah, so the Jag has got a, got a dog in this race that, that's really 
at least for now, I mean, we have so many manufacturers coming out with stuff. Porsche's really, I think, going to capture the whole audience with the new Taycan, at least in the premium electric vehicle world. I think that's going to be uh, just an incredible car. But when, not How about much. General Motors? You think they're stepping in? I mean, this is the thing. What was the ELR Cadillac? Yeah, well, that's just a, a Volt with some plastic on it. But it was a stylish-looking little car. It was. I liked it. It personally. looked a lot better than the Volt, but the it Volt charged a lot more than the Volt for it too. Well, you did pay for style. I tell you what else we got to pay for. We got to pay for this radio show, so we got to squeeze the commercial break in, guys. We're talking all about electrics, and it feels kind of funny right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on one eight six three W O R D. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 